Welcome to The Dish, the culinary travel podcast focusing on the stories behind world-famous foods. We are your hosts, Tom and Megzi from foodfuntravel.com. Join us for tasty histories, destination food guides, and more. In this episode, cheesecake. Is it a cake? Who invented cheesecake? And... We'll talk about some crazy versions of cheesecake as well. Why not? All right, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Dish. Yes, we're doing another dessert episode. Why not? Yes, this is actually one of my favorite desserts. For someone that's like, well, I very rarely get to dessert because I eat too much mane. And I don't have the biggest sweet tooth, but this dessert I will always make time for. I mean, it's one of the world's most famous desserts, right? Well, that's why you find it everywhere, because everybody loves it. it I, I have yet to find someone that's like, cheesecake, Ugh, no, I'm good. Lactose intolerant people? No, they still love it. Yeah, but yeah. they just can't eat it. They'll just suffer. They'll just poop it out. They'll eat it up and poop it out. Exactly. <laughs> just take what's coming to them, because it's worth it. That is true. Yes, today we are talking about cheesecake. Uh, it's wonderful. If you haven't had cheesecake before, who are you? What is wrong with you? Go out and have it directly after listening to this episode. Everyone has it, so come on. Yep. Yeah. I mean, e- even if you go to the frozen aisle at your supermarket, if, if that's the most basic level of cheesecake you have to get because you've never had cheesecake, do that. Go get yourself a Sara Lee. Yep. Yeah, I mean, anything. Anything is better than nothing, mostly to most extents. Yeah. Maybe there are some very terrible cheesecakes out there, but in general, it's all good. <laughs> are we going to talk about the time that we ordered that cheesecake and it, didn't t- it turned out to be, like, cheesecake? Like, like it, it was, like, more cheese that... Remember that cake? Are we talking about that one in this episode? I, I mean, we might mention this. Well, yes. now I've brought it up, I have to talk about it. Because you were just saying... Like, most cheesecake is good. But then we ordered a cheesecake thinking that it was a cheesecake. And it was, it was actual- cake cheese. It was cake. It was, like, literally, like, there was chunks of, like, string cheese in this cake. It, it was the It was, like, salty and sweet. It was the weirdest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Where was that? I can't even remember it now. It was here in Georgia. Oh. Was it? Maybe. I don't know. Or, like, maybe it was, like, Lithuania or- Was it Lithuania? Maybe. Oh, I can't remember where. But we thought we were ordering cheesecake and it was quite literal. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, we're going to be getting onto that topic of why is it even called cheesecake? Because apart from that cheesecake, <laughs> that really was cake. Well, anyway, let's do a quick definition of what we see as cheesecake in this day and age. Cheesecake is a dessert, obviously, consisting of a layer of sweetened soft cheese. Could be made with cream cheese, cottage cheese and ricotta. It's normally mixed with heavy cream, but uh, some people actually make it with sour cream. Different. Oh, yeah. It can be done. Um, Sugar and eggs and some sort of flavoring normally, and it will come on a crumb or pastry base. Crumb, please. No. Pastry. Crumb, please. They're both good. They're both really good. So I'm not going to disagree on either one. I like that nice graham cracker base, biscuity base. Yeah, I I like them both. I like them both, but I, I like a nice chunky pastry is my number one. 
So, but I mean, that doesn't matter. This is not something we have to get upset with each other about. No, because we can just eat all of it. That, okay, done. Apart from the cake cheese. <laughs> that, that we don't need to eat. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Why is it called cheesecake? I'm going to deal with this first before we jump into the history. And they'll, they'll sort of meld together, I think. I think they'll, they'll start to combine together, just like a cheesecake batter would. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll start to learn both where it came from and why it's called cheesecake as we go along. So, yeah. I mean, really... When you think about it, it seems a bit more like a flan, right? I mean, it's like a cheesy, cheesy sort of dairy egg thing that goes firm. But then there's different types of cheesecake. You've got baked cheesecake and you've got set cheesecakes. The baked cheesecakes usually have a lot of Philadelphia cream cheese in it, right? Now, this is another point we're going to get on to later. Ah. So, yes, some cheesecakes have cream cheese in. But some might even say it's, it's more like a pie. But without the crust on the top, it's like, you know, it's a filled pastry case, a bit like a pie. I guess so. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I I'm don't just know. saying. I think what we could probably agree is it's not like a cake. It's is not it? a cake. This is I the problem. I definitely will agree that it is not a cake. So, whatever you might think it is, it doesn't really seem like a cake. I would say, I would say it would be in the flan fat family. Yeah, you'd think it might be. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I tried. I went and uh, I got some definitions of all these different types of foods that it could be, and we're going to have a, a quick zip through those and see if we can figure out what we think it is. All right. So, cake, defined as an item of soft, sweet food made from a mixture of flour, fat, eggs, sugar, and other ingredients. So, now, when you mix up the old cheesy batter, depending on how you make it, sometimes you do put a small amount of flour in it, so technically that would actually meet the definition. It is a soft food that sometimes has flour in it, normally would have flour in it. But of course, cake, we normally associate with being flour as the main ingredient. Yes. Whereas this is like it puts a bit in sometimes for thickening, yeah. but mainly the eggs do the thickening. But still, technically, it sort of just fits in within the definition of what a cake is. It's skirting in. I it's don't, skirting. Yeah. All right, here's the definition for pie. A baked dish of fruit or meat or vegetables. Well, obviously, you can have savory pies as well. Um, you could make them with fruit, but you could put something else in them. Uh, typically with a top and base of pastry is the definition. Oh, so you have to have the top to be a pie. Well, that's what this definition says. So like a pot pie always has a top, but doesn't have a base because the pot is the base. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so I don't know. So, I, I don't know. It's all very, um, it's all very controversial. Oh, and then you go to America and they're all calling pizza pie. And I'm like, What? Well, it is a like, more like a pie, isn't it? Because it's a deep, like a deep pizza pie. No, but they just call regular New York pizza pie. Yeah, like, I'm going to go sense. for a slice of pie. All right, that's wrong. That's plain wrong, yeah. guys. We need to, look in, need to look into that and why that's I'm going to go out for a slice of pizza cake. Yeah. That's what I'm going to get. I mean, what? Oh, I'm going to have a pizza flan. Yeah, I don't why know not? where that came from that they call it pie. But anyway, that's something we need to look at for another episode. Here's another one to consider. Is it a tart? Yeah. That's an open pastry case, always. So, yes, that fits that definition. Sweet or savory filling, of it course. It also gets around a bit, gets around town a bit, you know. It doesn't have to be baked, though, apparently. You can just put, obviously, you can put, like, fresh fruit and cream on a baked piece of, piece of pastry, and that is already a tart. Mm-hmm. Or, of course, you can bake it, because, like, jam tarts, I used to make them when I was a kid. Loved it. Just jam in a pastry case, throw it in the oven. You really can't done. go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. So, the etymology of the word tart comes from French, of course, and tart, whatever. Didn't do a good French accent there. No. Um, <laughs> specifically, tarts are considered to be a thin, like not a deep pastry. 
So, like, a cheesecake is normally quite deep. Yeah. But that said, some of the old cheesecakes from France, the old-style cheesecakes, would be like a tart. It'd be a cheese tart. And that's like a traditional recipe that's been around for a long time. Tart makes sense. So, it could be a tart, but typically you'd only then be talking about thin cheesecakes, not the sort of regular cheesecake that we're talking about. And, you, and it wouldn't have the biscuit base? Uh, no, it would definitely have a pastry base. Uh, flan. A baked dish consisting of an open-top pastry, once again, with a sweet or savoury filling that is normally based around sort of eggs or custards. But I found a definition here where it also said that the word flan is derived from the French word flan, which could also be a cheese flan, which would be very similar to a cheesecake. Mm. So, and of course, thicker than a tart. So, I don't know. All of these things... Apart from pie, I think I'm going to rule out pie. Pie's gone. It's definitely <laughs> no not top. pie. Tart, possible, but it's too thin normally. Yeah. So, it, yes, there could and be. And it has to be pastry. Yeah, it has to be pastry. So, it could be a cheese tart. So, I feel like flan is actually the closest description, really. There we go. I called it in the beginning. It's part of the flan family. But then family. you also have flans that don't have any pastry. They're just... They're just their custard. Yeah, but I don't like those ones, so I don't count oh, them. Oh, okay. So, because you don't <laughs> like them, uh, the definition is meaningless yeah. now because of that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, that's the definitions today. And obviously, the cheesecake we eat today is a little bit different from the cheesecakes of old, which we'll get into talking about. But so, what I did find out was that back in the 14th century, the word cake was actually used to pretty much describe anything that was some sort of baked dough thing. Yeah. So, really, Everything was a cake. In the same way as in England, like everything was a pudding. Yeah. <laughs> like whether it's a dessert, whether it's everything a savory in pie. England is a pud. Pies are puddings, like everything's it makes a pudding. No sense. And everything's a cake. So it, it, this is what probably like just as my initial supposition before we go through any more evidence, my initial supposition is the reason it got called a cheesecake was sometime around the fifteenth century the word cake shifted from being just anything to being something that was a sweet version of just anything. Mm -hmm. So at this point, it was just, well, they made it with cheese and everything's a cake, but it's a sweet one. So it's a cheesecake. Gotcha. And that's a sweet cheese dessert in the 15th century in England. So that's about like from looking at the etymology, we will get into a few more of the historic stories as we move through this episode. But that's sort of the root probably of why it ended up being called a cake. And then it turns out the word cheesecake much like the word tart, can be used in slang and has been for hundreds of years to refer to someone who is maybe of ill repute or is not... A little uh, loose in their garters. A little loose. Uh, in, is that yes. even a saying? I, I think you could say it and I think people would understand it and hopefully children listening would just think they have nice clothes. Exactly. You could call someone a cheesecake. <laughs> uh, that was like a, a slightly more polite, different way of saying tart. That's a that's a great way. I'm going to start calling people that and just to see how they respond. Just be like, oh, she's such a cheesecake. And then apparently, a cheesecake. That, uh, that, che- that cheesecake slang continued on and was adge- eventually adjusted in the 1930s and 40s in the US. Uh, it was referring to the legs of a pretty lady who had like, pulled up the side of their skirt. The texture of their leg looked a bit like a smooth cheesecake. What? Apparently, like when they started <laughs> doing... Like uh, magazines where they showed like, a little bit of leg. Yeah, pin-up girls. Yeah, pin-up girls. Uh, they would uh, call them cheesecakes. I did not know that. That's some slang that I also found when I was looking up 
slang for cheesecake. Like, wow. What it, what it means. So apparently that was a thing. So, yeah, in terms of the debate, I think ultimately the solution is going to end up being that the reason it's called a cheesecake is because historically it was a cheesecake. Yeah. And then our wording and descriptions of what it was changed I've over changed. time. But the actual word for it stayed the same because everyone's like, well, that's cheesecake. We're not changing the word just because you've changed the word. It's cheesecake. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. But really, in, in actuality, it's somewhere close to a deep tart or flan, really. Yeah. In modern terminology, you'd say. And as you mentioned before, like for some of the ingredients, the ingredients has, of course, changed over time. And the most famous cheesecake today being probably the New York cheesecake now has taken like the role of fame, yeah. even though it's one of the, it's the newest type of cheesecake, really, from the famous ones. There are other new variations, but of the most famous worldwide, it's by far the newest. Uh, we'll get into the history of that as well. Was the New we York baked on. cheesecake really from New York? Um, yes. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna mess around with that one yes it was um yeah so the difference was they make that with cream cheese yeah whereas older cheesecakes actually cream cheese that has not been a thing previously that was not the main ingredient of a cheesecake you might use cottage cheese or mascarpone in italy mm. or uh, ricotta cheese that sort of thing yeah all right so anyway that's just a little bit of an introduction because we're going to get into more of a timeline as we go through the history of course, there are lots of different types of cheesecake these days. So we have set cheesecakes. In the olden days, they were all baked. Set cheesecake's a bit more modern as well. Yeah, the whole, like, unbaked cheesecake has been... I think that's more of a modern thing. I don't even recall that from when well, I was a kid. I, I mean, the thing is, refrigeration is new. Well, yeah. If you baked a cheesecake, it would then keep quite well. Whereas if you had to set a cheesecake, it's, gonna go, it's not going to set. Yeah. So, yeah. You do need refrigeration. I remember... Uh, being in high school and going on a camping trip with school and it was one of those things where they sent you out into the wilderness to just kind of survive for a couple of days and hike. I hated it. Anyway. Because there was no cheesecake. No, there was cheesecake. That's the stupidest thing. They gave us this cheesecake packet mix that was meant to be this no-bake cheesecake for us to eat. But you have to refrigerate that stuff and we were like, this is Australia. Australia. This is Australia. (laughs) And it was slop. It was just slop that we had to share between 10 other kids that were just like, this is ridiculous. Why would they give us this? Uh, So another one that we have that I actually don't really know anything about, uh, Japanese cheesecake. You know much about Japanese cheesecake? This is where they they whip the uh, egg whites. Because, I mean, with regular cheesecake, I put whole eggs in. I don't put egg whites in. I mean, I, I whip the egg whites as well sometimes to mix it in. It makes it a bit lighter. But apparently the Japanese cheesecake is very light and is considered sort of closer to a souffle cheesecake almost. You know, we haven't been to Japan yet. No, and it's this is one food from this uh, list today that and, I haven't had. And there is, like, re- regardless of all, like, the standard foods that you know, like, you know, sushi and ramen and all stuff like that, there is a whole world of desserts in Japan that I have zero knowledge of and uh, look forward to trying one day. But, yeah, I, I know nothing about Japanese dessert at all. Yeah, well, I mean, I was surprised as well that uh, the article I read about this is making a big deal of whipping up the egg whites to then fold into the mix to make it lighter. Yeah. Because that is how I have made my grandmother's cheesecake recipe since I was a kid. Mm. And maybe that's why it's awesome. Yeah. But that's made with cottage cheese, not cream cheese. Mm. And it's awesome. Uh, anyway, because I haven't had the Japanese one, not going to talk about it. Just thought I'd mention it because it's like another version of cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one other to mention that's going to be controversial Vegan cheesecake. Is it cheesecake? What, what do they make it with? Cashew nuts? Cashews Ew. blended with coconut milk. 
not only is it not going to taste as good, it's expensive. Come on. Cashews aren't cheap. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, mainly for me, the issue is it's not cheese, is it? No. How can you call it a cheesecake when there's no cheese in it? No, just, just make it a nut cake. Although it's there's nice. no cake in the cheesecake, so, so how are we call it a cheesecake? Just call it a cheese. Hypocrite. Cheese, cheese dessert. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. So, I mean, I refuse to eat it as a cheesecake. If they want to serve it to me as a vegan, delicious dessert and it's good, then I'll eat it. But if you tell me it's a cheesecake, I'm just going to fat up be like, nah. Like the time we tried red bean brownies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> red bean brownies are not brownies. All right. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's some standard cheesecakes that people have heard of. And as, uh, as I said, the New York cheesecake made with cream cheese, that changed the texture quite a lot. And that's one of the reasons it became more famous, probably, because people just love the texture of that. I love the texture of that. It's great. Yeah. And then, yeah, the original cheesecakes made with sort of chunkier cheeses like ricotta or ricotta cheese. So, completely yeah. different sort of texture. Yeah. And I think, like, just talking about it, like the different cheeses, you can instantly envision previous cheesecakes that you've had and go, Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. I've had one that was a bit more chunky and that was probably a ricotta based one and and yeah, yeah, the smoother ones are the the cream cheese ones. So I guess yeah, Mine has there's a little a, bit of the, chunk and bite to it. Mm, with so, cottage cheese. So there's lots of uh variation that you can have there. And each to their own, because everybody likes it a little a little different. Exactly. All right, let's go through the historic story and then some of the stuff we've been talking about will slip into place a little bit more clearly. And we can also get sort of a bit of a, a feel for all the things that have changed over time. So the first cheesecake ever, or at least what could have been the first cheesecake ever, was almost certainly created in Greece. Apparently, people reckon it's a Greek dish. Greece. So uh, lots of articles have, agree on this. I mean, they have a lot of cheese pies and stuff like that, but I wouldn't think that there's a dish today that would make me think is similar to cheesecake. Well. Apparently, so what happened is the island of Samos Mm -hmm. supposedly has some of the oldest archaeological evidence of cheese molds. They found actual cheese molds, so they found they were making cheese on Samos 2000 BC. Good for them. So that's like a a definite sort of thing that they were were making cheese then at that point. Uh, There was no sort of direct evidence that they were making cheesecake, but... People from the world of history reckon that the cheese would have been made long before 2000 BC. That's just the oldest evidence that's written about in articles on this. Uh, This is not an episode on cheese. If we did an episode on cheese, I might dig a lot deeper into this. But for now, because this is just cheesecake, I'm not going to do a full expose on cheese. Maybe there is more evidence out there. Yeah. Um, But uh, for now, this seems a a pretty decent starting point. To go back further than that, there's not going to be any cheesecake anyway. No. So So let's just roll with Samos then. But uh, cheesecake was obviously a popular choice in Greece, and apparently it was served at the original Olympic Games in 776 BC. It was a dish that was actually part of the menu there, because it had a lot of energy. You know, dense. Yeah. Yep. So just gets people going. Uh, I I can't find corroborating evidence for this. Like, every single website that says it is like, Evidence suggests that it was eaten at the Olympic Games. Like, which evidence? And then there's no references. Yeah, where's the reference? Who released this evidence? Where is it written down? What is going on with that? Uh, And come on, the Greeks are good at keeping... Oh, they love stories as well. Yep. Oh, yeah, and they kept records. (laughs) They're really good at keeping records. So it's got to be somewhere, if it's true. Yeah, so that fact may or may not be true. So at the moment, we've got two possible starting points that may or may not be true. Uh, we're moving towards things that are true, or at least are written down. Another little story related to Greece, possibly from that time and, and onwards, uh, that cheesecake was a popular wedding cake. 
I guess it kept well in the heat. Yep. And now this is where this links in with cheesecake as a cake was the original cheesecake that they were actually eating, possibly at Olympic Games and at weddings, would have been a flour-based actual cake made with honey and cheese in the dough. But hopefully the cheese would have melted in better than that weird cake cheese we had. (laughs) So that it actually was a more consistent thing. And you can imagine, like, if the cheese is baked into the dough, it's going to keep even better than if it's like an egg custard Yeah, for sure. So what was weird, and some of these different articles are talking about this, firstly, it was more like a cake, lots of flour. And secondly, some of the sources are saying that a lot of early cheesecakes were made with yeast. So it was more like a cheesecake bread. bread. So it's like a dense, but then lighter because it's got yeast yeah. in. And the yeast would overpower the cheese. And so it really wasn't anything like the cheesecake we eat today. But it's like a weird precursor. Like a s- cheese scone. Yeah. Well, yeah, even scones don't have yeast in. So it's, uh. it's closer to a cheese bread, but it's made in the way that you'd expect to make a cake. So it's like a crossover. All right. I can imagine that happening. Apparently. But I mean, all of this stuff seems a little bit up in the air for that far back. Okay, so now we're getting on to some actual evidence. So, yeah, supposedly the first recipe that was actually written down, this was written down by a guy from Rome called Marcus Cato. And his recipe, once again, it had quite a bit more flour in it. It was sort of like a few tablespoons of flour mixed with cheese and honey. And so they've been using something similar to ricotta, probably. Yeah. Or some sort of like creamy cheese. Like when I said before that, like cream cheese was invented more recently. Obviously, we've had creamy type cheeses for thousands of years, but like modern cream cheese that you buy in a pot. Yeah, like Philly, Philly cream cheese. Philly cream cheese, that is definitely, that style of cream cheese is an American thing. Yeah. So eventually by 160 BC, they actually wrote down the recipe. So we know there was a recipe, we know what was in it, it had eggs in it. And hey, you know, in the world of recipes, that's an old that's recipe. Old. Yeah, and he's not putting yeast in his recipe. Yeah. So this thing about whether they put yeast in or not, or maybe they did again in the future, I mean, it sounds like it's just a bit of a a myth mixed with, well, it was a cheese bread, but then we made a cheesecake and cheese and bread and flour and cheese. Like, yeah, it all mixes up together. Whatever. So people kept making their cheesecakes for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Pretty straightforward stuff. And that takes us all the way through to Merry Old England, to a book that we've met before. Uh... It's one of King Richard II's chef's books. We talked about uh, egg tarts, custard egg tarts in a previous episode. Yeah, we did. So from the same sort of time when they were writing a lot of recipes down for King Richard II, that book, they made lots and lots and lots of recipes actually available for for us to track through history, which is fantastic. Uh, There's two recipes in there. One of them is called Sambucard, Sambucade, and that is very similar to cheesecake. Like, it really is like a pastry, open-top pastry with a cheese-egg blend. It's, it's basically the same as cheesecake, in my opinion, yeah. looking at the recipe and the instructions for how it's made. So, really, by 1390, they got it down to being something similar to what we have today that we could say, say is like, that's a cheesecake. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and one of the other recipes in there is called tarte de brie. And we are talking about brie the cheese here. Yeah. So a lot of the recipes that they were doing with uh, Henry II in that book were stolen from France because it was cool to steal recipes from France at the time. Well, yeah. So I mean, that's definitely a cheese tart. Like, yeah, made with brie cheese. Yeah. Yeah, rather than like ricotta or something. They just, uh, but that would be more savory. No, no, they mash up the cheese and they, they sweeten it. 
Oh, I guess. It's a cheese tart, though, rather than a cheesecake. Yeah. Or a cheese flan. Flan. To view what to call it. So, yeah, that was happening. Those recipes written down. That was a definite thing. Uh, now, it was sort of at that time where we moved from the 14th century into the 15th century that they started calling it cheesecake rather than other names, and they started associating it as being a cake. And also the British in their true style are like, well, we'll steal all the French stuff, but we don't want to call it that, that French name because we don't like the French that much, so we'll just make it our own. Cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why not? Yeah. So they've adopted the word for anything that's sort of round and baked as being a cake. So like, all right, it's cheesecake. It's got cheese in it. Yeah. Cheesecake. Uh, apparently there was another recipe, though, called tart of cheese from 1545 AD uh, in a cookbook called Cookbook Approper, New Book of Cookery. That's uh. Old English, and I'm not pronouncing any of that right. It's just spelled all funny. Bookie, you know, book, like oh, yeah. book with an E on the end. The ye oldy bookshop ye oldie with an E book. on the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of book. So, yeah, we're talking 1545 around that time. So, that was, he was still calling it a cheese tart at that point. But it could be because it was a thinner thing, maybe up to you. So, yeah, all of this stuff sort of just bounces off each other. Yeah. Um, and now at some point between 1545 and sometime through into the next century, people started emigrating to the US. And it's believed that maybe Jewish immigration took the cheesecake there. I'm also of the opinion, well, the amount of people coming from England, and obviously it was a popular dish already, they could also have brought it. This could have all happened simultaneously. There's really no reason to assume that it's just Jewish immigration that brought cheesecake. And I know a lot of Jewish immigration has led to a lot of dishes being spread around Europe uh, and all over the world. But we know there was plenty of immigration going to the US, not just Jewish immigration. So don't know, not for sure, but it is definitely a popular Jewish dish as well. Uh, And this leads us on finally to the New York cheesecake. The difference with New York cheesecake, as I alluded to earlier, is it specifically uses cream cheese. Now, modern American-style Philly cream cheese wasn't invented till the 1870s, believe it or not. I would believe it because I think it says it on the packet. I'm not going to do a complete thing on the history of cream cheese either because maybe we'll do that in the cheese episode. But basically, the guy was trying to make a, like Italian cheese. He was trying to make Italian cheese and he accidentally made cream cheese. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, no, this is good. No, this is all right, Just man. keep making this. Yeah. So that, that was roughly what happened with the cream cheese situation. Uh, so as they then suddenly had an abundance of this interesting type of cheese, and they already had cheesecake, uh, Mr. Arnold Rubin, the Rubin sandwich guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is the actual same guy who is credited with making the Rubin sandwich. He is also credited with inventing the New York cheesecake, because essentially he ate cheesecake in New York. He actually came from Germany in the, uh, like, very late 19th century. He came across to New York. He sort of finished growing up there and started working in food. And uh, he ate cheesecake because he was living there and everyone else was already enjoying cheesecake. And he had this cream cheese and he went, well, I'm going to try making uh, cheesecake with cream cheese instead. So that was pretty much all that happened. He just went, oh, I'm going to use a different sort of cheese and we're going to see what we get. And it was awesome. And everybody loved it. And history was made. Yeah, so he pretty much, he just messed around with making different cheesecakes for a few years until he, he came up with one that was perfect. I'm going to have to look into was the that- history of this Reuben guy and why he, did, like, was it just accident that he made two tasty, like, two very famous foods from one dude? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's an accident, but once you've gained some notoriety as being a, making good food, there's no reason why everything else you make that's good, people won't just go, yep, like it, like it, like it. 
It's like once you're an influencer, you're an influencer. True. And people just, yeah, if you're already doing good stuff, that's that. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much how it happened. It wasn't like a... I mean, obviously, it was just 2,000 years of history, so that's just how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> just like a nice, simple 2,000 years of history. Sorry, no, like 4,000 years if you include the pre-cheesecake recipe time of just yeah, yeah. making some cheese and eating it into, into some sort of cake, maybe. There's not a lot else to the actual New York story, though. He just went, hey, I'm just going to try using some different cheese, and this cream cheese has become pretty popular. I'm going to chuck that in. All right, so yeah, that's the general history of it. Let's round up with a few other random side stories on cheesecakes. So, what do you think's the weirdest cheesecake ever made? The one that we ate here. Well, that was cake cheese. Uh, What do you think's the weirdest thing that's technically a cheesecake? Um, durian cheesecake. Uh, I mean, I guess you could probably say that. stick cheesecake. Anything could have been made. But uh, what I have written on the card (laughs) for for this episode is uh, foie gras flavored cheesecake uh, with garlic. Garlic foie gras cheesecake. I'd rather have the crab stick cheesecake. What I didn't find out is if they actually put sugar in this or if it's basically just a savory cheese pie. And then I'm like, well, hang on, that's that's not the same thing, is it? So I don't know. But it sounds pretty awful. Uh, And that's such a shame to waste foie gras on, on a cheesecake. To ruin a cheesecake and ruin the foie gras. Yeah, both are ruined in that concoction. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. And what do you reckon is the most expensive cheesecake ever made? A whole cheesecake or a slice? Uh, just like a regular-sized whole cheesecake. Um, $2,800. So the estimate I found, it's from Rafael Ronca, and it's a $5,000 cheesecake. What? And it has the cheese is from Water Buffalo. Although, to be fair, you get buffalo cheese all the time, so I'm not sure why that's so expensive. But uh, it also includes 200-year-old cognac and white truffles. Ooh. And that's why it's $5,000 cheesecake. And the crust was made from biscotti with a special secret recipe of chocolate hazelnut spread. So, like... Like a Nutella. Nutella. A homemade Nutella biscotti base. That does sound pretty dirty. Buffalo cheese, 200-year-old cognac and white truffles. Oh, I would give that a try. I'd have a mouthful of that. I mean, it's one of those things that if it's a $5,000 cheesecake and you put it in the oven just a bit too long, (laughs) and then you're like, oh, (laughs) it might have been a set cheesecake. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. All right. At, At time of research, at least, the Guinness World Record for the largest ever cheesecake 6,900 pounds in weight. So what's that, 3,500 kilos or something? Yeah. It was 90 inches in diameter. So that's almost, that's about three meters wide, 31 inches deep. So that's like 90, almost a meter deep. Wowza. (laughs) That's really, really crazy. Uh, It made 24,533 servings, apparently. Where was that made? Uh, that was at the ninth annual uh, cream cheese festival uh, in Philadelphia. Ah, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, uh, no, sorry, in Lowville, New York. I'm guessing it was sponsored by Philadelphia cream cheese. Probably, yeah. Well, they they would want something to help out with the costs of making that monster. And also, just randomly, because why not? Um, you'd think there'd be a National Cheesecake Day. Actually, there's just Different 
national days for different type of cheesecakes. Because they all deserve their little moment in the sun. There you go. All of these specific cheesecakes apparently have been important enough to get their own national day. Uh, white chocolate cheesecake on March 6th. April 23rd, we have cherry cheesecake. Ooh, I'll Always take a good that. choice. Yeah. May 26th, blueberry cheesecake. I'll take that as well. July 30th, just regular national cheesecake to celebrate all the cheesecakes. Yeah. October 21st, uh, National Pumpkin Cheesecake. I thought you were going to say that. It's, mm. it, it's getting very seasonal, if you pay attention. It's all very seasonal, of these fruits. So I guess the final thing to decide is what is the best cheesecake topping? Um, I do like... Oh, no, don't make me choose. It's too hard. Oh, yeah. Because cherry's lovely. Strawberry's lovely. I'll, I will take the blueberry as well. I'll take an Oreo cheesecake. There's a lot of things that are... No, don't make me choose. I just I won't have a durian cheesecake. All right, so no durian cheesecake. All other cheesecakes are the best. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to vote for blackcurrant cheesecake. Ah, uh, yes. Because blackcurrants have that particular tartness that uh, really balances out well with the, the uh, sweet and creaminess of the cheese. Because I find like if you have a strawberry cheesecake, I just... It doesn't really... It's all sweet. Like sweet strawberries with True. sweet creamy cheese. It's just sweet, sweet, sweet. Especially you've got a biscuit base. It's too much sweet. I don't know. Yeah. Black currant though, super tart. Bit of sourness. Awesome. Love it. All right. That's it for cheesecake. I hope that uh, that, that all worked out and it sort of makes sense. Well, cause... I had no idea that it was so old. So that's cool. I yeah. have definitely learned something new this episode. I think what we had was there's just been. It went from cake cheese cheesecake and then eventually to modern cheesecake and New York cheesecake and who cares? It's who all cares? good. It's delicious. Go eat it. And everybody knows cheesecake calories don't count. Yeah, I think we've established on this show that there are many calories that don't count. Yeah. And yet I keep getting fatter. Well, there must be something else. It can't be the food. It can't be the food we've been talking about. Maybe it's the air. It's got to be the, the air, air in Tbilisi. Yeah, local air here makes people fat. Yeah. That's probably it. All right, cool. Let's go eat. <laughs> Even though we've already had dinner, let's go eat some more dinner. Well, dessert. There's always extra room for dessert. Always. All right, that's it for this episode, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed some random cheesecake history, because it's all a bit of, it's all a bit all over the place with cheesecake. Really, there's just so many different things coming in all over the place, left and right. History back and front. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll see you on another episode of The Dishes Subtime. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to foofuntravel.com slash extras. We appreciate any support you can provide for us. But the best way you can support us, of course, is just to tell friends about the show. If you enjoy our random ramblings about food and our, our crazy stories about random things we've eaten all over the world, then let other people know about it so they can come and enjoy it too. All right, see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Dish. Don't forget to subscribe and keep this podcast on the air by giving us a five-star review on your preferred podcast app or channel. Also, come join our foodie community on Facebook in the Food Worth Travelling For Facebook group. Catch you next time.